Mom had strong features. Dark eyes, a straight nose, a wide mouth, and a strong chin. The same pattern was repeated in both Jeannie and Patty, although Mom was small and they were both tall, like Daddy. All three of them were as strong-minded as their looks suggested. Formidable was the word usually used to describe the Farami women. But Mom would never be formidable again. She had Alzheimer's. She was not yet sixty. Jeanie, who was twenty-nine and Patty twenty-six, had hoped she could take care of herself for a few more years. That hope had been shattered this morning at five a.m., when a Washington cop had found Mom walking along 18th Street in a grubby nightdress. "'I don't like this place,' Mom said. Jeanie said, "'We don't either, but right now it's all we can afford.' She intended to sound matter-of-fact, but it came out harsh. Patty shot her a reproving look and said, "'Come on, Mom. We've lived in worse places.' It was true. After their father went to jail the second time, they had lived in one room with a hot plate on the dresser and a water tap in the corridor. Those were the welfare years. But Mom had been a lioness in adversity— all was so reliable, so tireless. It was heartbreaking to see the forgetful, complaining woman on the bed. Now she frowned and said, Jeannie, why have you got a ring in your nose? Jeannie touched the silver band and gave a wan smile. Mom, I had my nostril pierced when I was a kid. Don't you remember how mad you got? I forget things, Mom said. I'd better go. Jeanie, choking with grief, leaned over the bed and kissed her mother. I love you, Mom. The moment they were outside the door, Patty burst into tears. Jeanie felt like crying, too, but she put an arm around her sister's shoulders as they walked along the antiseptic corridor. I wish I could have her at home, but I can't, Patty said woefully. Jeanie agreed. Patty was married to a carpenter called Zip and they lived in a small house with two bedrooms. The second bedroom was shared by her three boys. There was nowhere to put a grandma. Jeanie, an assistant professor at Jones Falls University, had just taken out her first mortgage, bought a two-room apartment and furnished it on credit. If she gave Mom her bed, she would have to sleep on the couch, and there was no one at home during the day to keep an eye on a woman with Alzheimer's. I can't take her either, she said. Patty showed anger through her tears. So why did you tell her we would get her out of there? We can't. They stepped outside into the torrid heat. Jeanie said, Tomorrow I'll go to the bank and get a loan. But how will you ever pay it back? said Patty practically. Patty had always believed in Jeanie. Top of the class and captain of all sports teams, Jeanie had been a tennis champion and had put herself through college on sports scholarships. Whatever she said she was going to do, Patty never doubted her. But Patty was right. The bank would not make another loan so soon after the purchase of her apartment. As they reached the parking lot, Jeanie said desperately, Okay, I'll sell my car. She loved her car. It was a 20-year-old Mercedes 230C, a red two-door sedan. She had bought it eight years ago with her prize money for winning the Mayfair Lights College Tennis Challenge, $5,000.
It's probably worth double what I paid for it, she said. But you'd have to buy another car, Patty said, still remorselessly realistic. You're right, Jeanie sighed. Well, I can do some private tutoring. It's against JFU's rules, but I can probably pick up $300 a week. Can you spare anything? We might be able to chip in 80 a week, Patty said. Jeanie began to feel more cheerful. For an extra 400 a week, we might get Mama room to herself in a nice place. Okay. Patty was thoughtful. Mom's illness is inherited, isn't it? I saw something on TV. Jeanie nodded. There's a gene defect, AD3, that's linked to early-onset Alzheimer's. Does that mean you and I will finish up like Mom? They were both silent for a moment. Then Jeanie said, There's a good chance we will.